0: We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Let us pray together. Before we get started, let's call on the name of the Lord. Avinu Malkeinu, our father and our king, we love you, we praise you, we honor you and worship you. And Lord, whether it is individually or corporately, we've got to rely on you. There is nothing else in this world that can turn our country around, turn individuals around, but you. And so I ask in the name of Yeshua that you would pour out your spirit on us as individuals, both believers and those who are not believers. Touch our politicians, our media, and turn them towards you, Lord. I come against every mean-spirited thought or word, and I ask you, Lord, to help us as believers to respond in a good way rather than what is similar to what we hear. So, Lord, we put it all in your hands. We bless you. We thank you and praise you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay, well, I'm not going to talk about this week and all the difficulties that I'm seeing in our country and What a heartache it is, but we have been talking about who God is and what he's given us and what is our response to be, and we're going to continue doing that over the month of January because we are seeking to be disciples of the living God, right? Okay, and so we've got to get back to those basics, and before we get started today, let me mention that your financial support would bless us as our finances for this radio program depend on your generosity. So I have a few things to tell you about before we get started. One is a great booklet that I can send to you at no cost called 2021 Stand on God's Words." Word. I have picked out 39 scriptures to pray and proclaim in this coming year. So call us. Uh, at our office, 813-831-5673, to receive it. We can email it to you. We can send it to you. I also have another booklet that uh, is new for this week, which is called The Prayer Organizer, which will organize your time of prayer with the Lord in the morning. So, uh, again, you can just call our office, and we'll get that out to you. Finally, we have a Grow With Me Bible, which I'm very excited about for our kids. I'm thinking that it's good for kids roughly seven or eight uh, age to maybe 12 or 13. Great for our children, our grandchildren. It uses the TLV translation, and this is an abridged edition. It's 52 carefully selected stories of Scripture. Each story has a coloring page. This makes a great gift. And have them read one story a week, and that begins them with their their lifelong journey of Bible reading and study. And you can do this with them, and what a great activity to do. When they finish the story, they get to color the page that coincides with the story they just read. Um, So this Bible is $30 if we send it to you, no cost for the mailing, and $25 if you pick it up from our office. Again, call 813-831-5673, and we'll make arrangements so that you can get one or more of these Bibles. They're definitely worth it. So let me ask you one other thing. Isn't it time for you to visit one of our Sharesh David locations and bring your Jewish friends or even have a watch party uh, and and see us on Facebook Live. I pray you'll be able to join us. We love visitors. Since we meet Friday evenings and Saturday, you don't have to miss your church service. For more information, check our website, David.org or call us again at Our office, 813-831-5673. So, as we become disciples of God, we have to know what God has given us so that we can respond to it, right? Okay. Over the next few weeks, I'll be speaking about prayer. The ability to pray to God. I don't know if you've ever thought of it this way, but it's a gift from God. Yeah, to pray is a gift from God. That's right. Look, to speak to the master of the universe on a daily basis and have a personal relationship with him, I think that's a gift. Okay? However, before we get there, I need to lay a foundation for the authority that we've been given by God. If you do not believe you've been given the authority, I think it's going to be hard to pray. Would you pray? I know some people who say, well, I I don't really pray or I don't pray much or I don't pray in public or something like that. To me, this is just a lack of faith and understanding that God has given you the authority. Authority means the right to command and enforce obedience. Now. We in the United States are suffering from a lack of respecting authority. We must learn to respect all authorities, especially God. You know, in Romans 13, 1, it says, let every person submit himself to the governing authorities for there's no authority except from God. And those that exist are put in place by God. So whoever opposes the authority has resisted God's direction and those who have resisted will bring judgment on themselves, right? God's the only real authority. The only authority we have is what he gives us. We are not to resist his authority in our lives. It's like resisting God's direction or um, his calling or his purpose for us. So God through his authority has delegated lesser authorities in this world. Like example, parents have authority over their children, Ephesians 6:1. Husbands have authority over their wives, Ephesians 5:22 to 24. Kings have authority over their subjects, Romans 13:1 through 7. Governing officials have authorities over their citizens. First Timothy two one through three. The leaders of the believers had authority over their followers. Acts four thirty four and thirty five. And we see lots of other examples in life, like teachers have authority over their students, and first responders like police have authority over their over the citizens. And look, et cetera, et cetera, right? <laughs> Now, I used to think that most people won't, wouldn't give you an argument about the authority of parents and government officials, but I don't think that's true anymore. I, I think with the breakdown of authority, people will give you an argument about everything. Oh, my goodness. Even worse, there are some believers who say that as believers, we have no authority over demons, sickness, and anything else in the spiritual realm you know i I was on the website uh, on various websites, and this is I won't name it, but a popular Christian internet site said the following. Some Christians get mixed up about the authority of the believer because they take verses out of context. Matthew 10.1, for example, says Yeshua called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Some people claim authority over demons and sickness based on this verse, conveniently overlooking the fact that Yeshua was speaking to a particular group of people, his 12 disciples, for a particular time of ministry. Others errantly claim to possess apostolic gifts, and therefore pros- profess to have the same authority as Peter and Paul. Some people claim authority for the believer based on Old Testament promises to Joshua 1.3, or Gideon, Judges 6.23, or Israel, Deuteronomy 8:18 8, or Malachi 3:10. Again, taking verses out of context. Others claim authority based on Mark 16:17 and 18 even though that portion of Mark's Gospel is a late addition to the book and not original. Okay, let me start with the last thing. What? <laughs> it's It's a late addition to the Bible, so we shouldn't follow it? Is that what we're saying? Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. I mean, don't you agree with me? That's crazy? I hope. Shall we not follow the Ten Commandments because they were for Israel? Often scriptures are for those at a time that it was given, and then also for future times. Are we saying that Malachi... We Is not for today we shouldn't have tithes and offerings? Is that what the people are saying? Malachi 3.7, from the days of your ancestors, you have turned aside from my statutes and have not cap, kept them. So he's talking about what they've done and, and um, what they should do. So he says, return to me and I will return to you. Oh, it says Adonai So we should not return to God? What, what, what are people saying who are believers? It continues, yet you say, How should we return? Will the man rob God? For you are robbing me, but you say, How have we robbed you? In the tithe and offering, you have been cursed with the curse, yet you keep robbing me, the whole nation. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. Then there will be food in my house. Now test me in this, says Adonai Tzivaot, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out blessings for you until no one is without enough. And I guess what these people who are believers are saying, that that's not for today. In fact... Probably the whole Bible is not for today because it was written 2,000 and more years ago. So you can see my New York sarcasm coming out. Okay, forgive me, please. But I'm just saying that to say we have no authority is crazy. 2 Timothy 3.16, All scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, reproof, restoration, and training in righteousness so that the person belonging to God may be capable, fully equipped for every good deed. Please show us that you are fully equipping us for every good deed. If we have no authority in the name of Yeshua, why pray? Answer that for me. So what authority does Scripture say we have? Well, let's just start back in Genesis one twenty-six. Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them rule over the fish of the sea, over the flying creatures of the sky, over the livestock, over the whole earth, and over every crawling creature that crawls in the land. God created human creatures, Kind in his image, in the image of God, he created a male and female, he created them. God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the land and conquer it, rule over the fish of the sea and the flying creatures of the sky and over animals that crawl on the land. Then God said, I have given you every green plant yielding seed that is on the surface of the whole land and every tree which has fruit of the tree yielding seed there to you for food. Also every wild animal and, and so on. And then it in verse 31, so God saw everything that he made and behold, it was good. So there was evening and morning, the sixth day. Look, if God gave us the authority over animals, don't you think he would give us spiritual authority too? Is it only physical authority he's given us? He's, Given us the authority to have the ability to have children, but but not have a spiritual authority. Come on, this understanding was repeated in Psalm eight about of, you know what we have. It, it says, "When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you established, what is man that you're mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him." Yet you made him a little lower than the angels and crowned him with glory and majesty. You gave him dominion over the works of your hands. You put all things under their feet. Does this sound like not having authority? God cares for man. He crowned man with glory and majesty and dominion of the works of God's hands. And it says God put all things under our feet. Even, I would say, Hasatan, the devil, wouldn't you say? All. Just as it took us years to figure out the wheel (laughs) in the physical sense, spiritually, I think we're also trying to figure out things. The fact that we haven't gotten there yet does not mean that things don't exist. It just means we're not there yet. And granted, we don't see the kinds of miracles, though we do see lots of miracles. And we do see God answering prayer in amazing ways. But because he doesn't answer every time, because he doesn't answer the way we like, we are going to say that we have no authority If we didn't have to struggle and everything we prayed for we received immediately, wouldn't we get prideful? We'd actually think we were God. Though we have received an amazing amount of authority in God's economy, we will not be able to use that authority without a godly attitude. So an example is it didn't take Adam long to lose his authority, right? Yeah. In Luke seventeen ten it says, So you too, when you've done everything you are commanded, say we are unworthy slaves. We have done only what we are supposed to do. And my thought is from this verse and from many others before we can use our authority, we have to be totally dependent on God. When we lose that understanding, we lose much of our authority. It doesn't make much sense, but we have to lose our lives in order to gain our lives. We see that in Matthew 10, 38 through 40. Whoever doesn't take up his cross and follow me isn't worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives the one who sent me. Even after telling us that we have to lose our lives, he encourages us and says that we have authority because we are in Yeshua. We are representing Yeshua. Yeshua says that if we trust in him, we will do greater things than he did. The verses before give us an understanding that John, uh, I'm sorry, that the disciples and us, I believe, have not understood Yeshua. John fourteen nine. Yeshua said to him I have I been with you for so long a time and you haven't come to know me Philip he who has seen me has seen the father how can you say show us father don't you believe that I'm in the father and the father is in me the words I say to you I do not speak on my own but the father dwelling in me does his works believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me or at least believe because of the works themselves and then it says in John 14:12 Amen amen I tell you he who puts his trust in me the works that I do he will do and greater than these he will do because I'm going to the Father And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. I would say that Yeshua gave us authority. I believe God has given us authority in the name of Yeshua to cast out demons, heal the sick, and exercise authority over the powers of darkness, because that's what Yeshua did, and we will do greater things. Before we receive authority, we must know the one who gives us authority and have confidence in him and his ability. Look, in Matthew 10:8 it says, "Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those with leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give." Does this sound like it was only for the disciples? The power and authority was in the name of Yeshua. Luke 10.1, now after these things, the Lord assigned 70 others and sent them out to, in twos to every town and place where he himself was about to go. Then they returned with joy, saying, Master, even the demons submit to us in your name. And in Acts 3.6, but Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give to you in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach Nazarati, get up and walk. Look, spiritual authority is ex- accessed by faith. And so we see in Matthew seventeen nineteen, the disciples came to Yeshua in private and said, why couldn't we drive it out? And he said to them, because you trust so little. Amen. I tell you, if you have faith of a mustard seed, you'll say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So recite with me a few words. Okay. I believe the Bible's truth. I believe in Yeshua as my Messiah. I believe Yeshua has given me authority. When I use his name, when I depend on him, when I resist pride and stay humble, when I have faith that Yeshua gave authority to me. So, Lord, allow me to walk in the authority you've placed in me. Lord, may my confidence be in you. Lord, allow me to use your authority to further your kingdom for your glory. Uh, If you feel this program has been valuable to you, I'm getting excited here. Uh, Please support it financially. Uh, Call our office, 813-831-5673, or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. I have a wonderful booklet. Uh, stand on God's Word 2021. I've picked up great verses for you to stand and proclaim this coming year. I also have another um, booklet you can ask for. It's called The Prayer Organizer. And the whole purpose of this is to help you go through, um, you know, maybe an hour of prayer every morning. And and, and this will, I, I think... Um, Get, not only get you organized but i think it will give you direction and it will it will just help you so would you ask for that i mean there's no cost to it and and then finally there's this great grow with me bible for children and i already gave it to my grandchild and i'm giving it to my other great uh grandchildren and uh look you it uses the t l v translation, so they're really reading the scripture. It's an abridged issue, so it's only fifty two selected stories of scripture, old and new covenant, each has a coloring page it It's a great thing for us to do together with our kids or our grandkids. It's thirty dollars if we mail it to you twenty five dollars. Uh, each if uh, you pick it up from the synagogue okay so call us at eight one three eight three one five six seven three. look if you want to reach me with comments questions email me at rabbi at heart of org. so i'm praying lord that you will touch the people who are listening to me and they will make you yeshua our messiah the first priority and I pray that they would grow in their desire to have a heart like you, Yeshua. You are our Messiah, and we want your heart. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel i you